For me, Damon Lindelof's Watchmen series breathed a second life into the Watchmen universe. Here at Mind Theater, we don't talk about the 2009 movie, sorry Zack Snyder. What separates Lindelof's version from the original text, however, is how race is embedded into the series in a way that modernizes the work. The Cold War anxieties of nuclear holocaust reflected in the pages of the 1986 comic are transformed into the contemporary issues concerning being black in America today. I want to explore how Watchmen uses the mythos of superheroes and science fiction to help us understand the horrifying reality and long-term effects of racism in America, and I think these themes are most present in episode 6, This Extraordinary Being, an episode whose main premise is centered around nostalgia. In Watchmen, nostalgia is a drug originally designed to help elderly people suffering from dementia and memory loss relive their memories in the form of pills. Because these tablets are specifically tailored to the brain chemistry of the user, it's extremely dangerous for someone to take someone else's nostalgia. Episode 6 explores the aftermath of Angela Abar, Tulsa, Oklahoma detective and series protagonist, consuming several of her grandfather's pills in an attempt to escape from a compromising situation in which she's being arrested. While the pills cause her body to slip into a coma, her mind is transported to 1938 New York where she experiences the life events of her grandfather, William Reeves. She follows him as he's inducted into the New York Police Department as one of its first black officers, and she relives the traumatic experiences that eventually would lead William to become this world's first superhero, Hooded Justice. More than anything, the episode is about recontextualizing the concept of superheroes and what it means to be super. The beating heart at the center of Watchmen's stories is the masked vigilante, costume adventurers attempting to bring justice to society from outside the confines of the law, a mindset born of the realization that little justice can be found from within the law. This idea sits at the center of Hooded Justice's origin story. After turning in a man for committing arson on a Jewish deli, members of the NYPD brutally assault Will and nearly lynch him to death. This event radicalizes William as he becomes disillusioned with the idea that the best way to protect and serve his community is through the police force. So instead, he reclaims the very noose and hood that was meant to kill him, adopting it as the costume through which he can fight crime. It's important to note, as we witness these events, that Angela herself isn't a third-person watcher, but physically experiencing them. In the episode, she's constantly swapped in and out of Will's place, demonstrating how she's not a passenger to her grandfather's experiences, but an unwilling participant due to taking his nostalgia. Watchmen uses the drug as a physical representation of generational pain and trauma. Someone's PTSD and emotional turmoil isn't just a product of their own experiences, but the experiences of their family and ancestors. And Watchmen posits that pain is something that can linger across bloodlines and echo throughout history. This concept is introduced very early on in the series. In fact, Watchmen's first episode begins with the visualization of the Tulsa Race Massacre, a real event in history in which over the course of two days, thousands of armed white rioters poured into the African-American district of Greenwood, looting homes and businesses, setting them on fire, and killing and injuring hundreds of black civilians. In the show, it's during this chaos that William Reeves, a child at this point, is shepherded away amidst the chaos to safety, losing his parents in the process. This scene is shown again in glimpses in episode 6, and its emotionally charged nature is highlighted for its striking similarities to the origin of Superman. Both babies, saved by their parents in the midst of danger, placed in fleeing vehicles, escaping into a new world. 
both inevitably destined for superhero greatness. But unlike the first superhero of our time, Hooded Justice has no powers. He's a mortal man of flesh and blood who has to deal with threats in an entirely more vulnerable manner. The biggest threat facing William isn't quite the threat of planetary destruction, it's systemic racism and white nationalism. It's the systems that are upheld and controlled by white people in positions of power. Hooded Justice serves a role central to all Watchmen works because he deconstructs the mythos behind the idea of superheroes. In Watchmen, after Hooded Justice begins to gain recognition in the crime-fighting world, he inspires a group of other costume vigilantes known as the Minutemen, a name familiar to readers of the comics. Hooded Justice agrees to join them in the hopes that their combined effort will help him achieve his own goals of fighting and disbanding a racist white supremacist group known as the Cyclops, who use a technology known as mesmerization to control masses of black people to commit violent acts against one another. And although William's story inspires the Minutemen, they have no interest in actually fighting systemic issues and racism. Watchmen portrays the superhero as being one obsessed with fame, publicity, and optics. Crime doesn't pay, but crime fighting does, and the prospect of fighting villain caricatures dressed in equally ridiculous costumes, rather than fighting the real racist underbelly of America, is a prospect both more profitable and less demanding, especially for heroes with no powers. It's through this that Watchmen underscores how hard it is to truly make effective change due to having to overcome systems of power, those that white people control and benefit from. Even those who deign to help William are motivated entirely by self-interest, and as vigilantes don't truly work for the betterment of society, but the betterment of themselves, especially concerning those at the bottom. It's in this way Watchmen details how white systems both profiteer off and exploit black culture. In a way, for William, the Minutemen are no better than the members of the Cyclops or the police force. The rot of racism, especially in 1938, spreads to all facets of society. It's the reason why beneath the eye holes in his mask, Will wears white makeup and outwardly never removes his hood, upholding the facade that he's a white man. Watchmen redefines what superhero greatness truly is. Hooded Justice is a man who conceals his identity not because it's part of his costume adventure or fantasy, but because he has to, else he puts his own life in danger. He's a hero born out of necessity, not supernatural circumstances like Superman, not fame and fortune like the Minutemen, but true necessity, a response to what was wrought in this world, a channel for the anger he harbors due to pain he's experienced and pain he's inherited. And like I mentioned before, it's a pain that lingers on. When William comes home to see his own son dressed as Hooded Justice, wearing white eye makeup and all, after all those years of watching his father do it, he is distraught. It's truly a horrifying experience. And in real time, he witnesses the adverse effects of the life he's been leading. Masked, hidden from the world, harboring years of trauma and grief, and although he defeats the Cyclops, his wife and son leave him. A tragic end for a tragic hero. Watchmen has always been a satirization of superheroes. The fantasy of a Clark Kent turns to ashes in the face of a truly vast and insidious reality. Superheroes aren't all that super, and often they aren't even really heroes. Watchmen questions that drive, the reason why one chooses to don a mask in the first place. 
Some are motivated by the optics, obsessed with the idea of being a vigilante, of being above the law. But for others, it's born of necessity. The mask, the persona, serve as a coping mechanism, a way to combat generational anguish and turmoil. I can't help but think that the same internal force that drove William to don the hood and mask of hooded justice would cause Angela years later to don the hood and mask of Sister Knight, an extension of what can only be described as a past life. And just like Hooded Justice, she isn't defined by powers or some arbitrary superhero litmus test. She defies it. Watchmen rejects the notion of super in favor of the notion of hero. It's easy to be a hero when you're more than human, free from the constraints of the universe or of physics or of society. It's hard to be a hero when that society treats you as being less than human, generation after generation. And although Angela Abar may not be super, more than even Clark Kent, she's the epitome of powerful. Mind Theater is produced and written by me, Ao Akingbade, in collaboration with Muckraker Media. To subscribe, look for Mind Theater on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For updates on the show and upcoming episodes, follow Mind Theater Pod on Twitter. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.